Welcome to the Gospel According to Star Trek podcast's 2021 Advent series. I'm Kevin C. Nice, and I'll be with you every Sunday this Advent as we seek out new life in the Advent of Christ. Tiberius, you kidding me? No, that's the worst. Let's name him after your dad. Let's, let's call him Jim. I couldn't believe it when the bartender told me who you are. Well, my Captain Pike. Your father's son. Uh, your father was captain of a starship for 12 minutes. He saved 800 lives, including your mother's and yours. I dare you to do better. I love you so much. I love you. George Kirk's last words in this Kelvin timeline version of his story are the verbalization of his actions. Jesus said that no one has greater love than that they would give their life for someone else. And we can recall Jesus as we listen to a baby crying. There's a lot going on in this scene. There's phaser fire. There's the race to get onto the medical transport. And there's Winona Kirk in labor, ready to give birth, in pain agony and ultimately without George George you should be here she says and as we hear the cries of labor and the cries of a newborn baby against the sound of the destruction of the USS Kelvin in the last moments of George Kirk. We recall that in this life, life and death, pain and joy and sorrow, they often 
come at us all at once, chaotically, without any real sense sometimes to our perception that anything grander or greater is happening. The moments that hurt us can come right after or right before the moments that bring us joy. Great grief and great loss can happen in our lives, especially where there is great love. And yet, love is the essence of new life, of new birth, of things being restored again. Because as the scripture also says, when Paul writes, love never fails. Because as John says, God is love. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. And all of us, all of us at our core need love most essentially, as essentially as we need water or food or shelter. We need love. And if then God is love, then there's something of the divine that we hunger for and thirst for as surely as food, as surely as water. And if we are capable of any measure of love, then that must also mean that something of the divine is moving and working in us. Love is not just a warm feeling or a sentiment. It's an action that we take. It's a choice that we make. It's the choice of a parent to sacrifice for their kids, to give of themselves, their time, their effort, their energy, their knowledge, their experience their care, their comfort. It's the love that we give our friends and the time that we spend together both joyously and in sorrow, holding hands, embracing, cooking meals, giving rides, watching out for others when they're sick. We give our lives not just in the self-sacrificial way that George Kirk does, that Christ does for us, but also in all those small ways when we invest ourselves in one another because someone invested in us. The old song says, Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Love is a gift that we give and an inheritance that we receive. We might not always get it from our parents. We might not always get it from our spouses, from our
our siblings, from the people who are supposed to be our friends. But when we do receive it, wherever we receive it, from whomever we receive it, it is a gift. An inheritance that we receive, but also a gift that we pass on, that we hand down to our children, to our friends, to a stranger we might never see again, but into whose life we can speak, maybe with a simple act of kindness, maybe with a large gift of self-sacrifice. Who am I, Captain Pike? Your father's son. Your father was captain of a starship for 12 minutes. He saved 800 lives, including your mother's and yours. I dare you to do better. Jim Kirk hasn't known experientially the love of his father. It takes Chris Pike explaining to him how his father loved him for him to see that. It takes a moment of understanding that his father set an example for him for Jim to realize that there's a life ahead of him to live, a direction in which he could go, a place to find and put his love. The Starship Enterprise is a chosen family, as is so much of the family in our lives. And even when we are born into family, we choose to make family by choosing to love one another, by choosing to create a safe space for one another, by choosing to give each other comfort and care, looking out for one another, and coming together with one another in peace. We're not always good at it. We frequently fail. But love and grace are bound up with one another, aren't they? Love hopes, scriptures say. Love believes. And that hope and that belief, they are the fuel that drive our love. Chris Pike has to believe in Jim Kirk to make that offer to join Starfleet, to become a kind of father to Kirk, to give him the love of guidance and care. What a precious thing, what a beautiful thing that is to receive the care of another, the self-sacrifice of another. How many people might we be able to think of in our lives if we stopped and really thought about it? Who have loved us 
who have, in the words of Fred Rogers, loved us into being. Love is what causes us to be. Love is what causes us to continue to be. Because it's love that causes us to give one another hope that there is a tomorrow, that we can move on, that grief is not the end, that amidst the chaos and the loss and the upheaval and the struggles of our lives, when things seem to be exploding around us, that there is the cry of a little baby. It's the cry of the next baby born. It's the cry of the first baby born. It's the cry of a baby born in isolation, born as a refugee, born to a young mother and a young father who have no clue what lies ahead of them. but born to give life to all. That's the hope of Christmas. The love that is at the core of the universe that comes to us in something so small, so simple, so fragile, and yet so complex. So amazing, so beautiful. It's the only word that Winona Kirk can muster to describe her newborn baby boy. As a father myself, that's still the first word that comes to my mind. And I know that the parent of us all also sees our beauty even in our frailty, even in our limitations and our unknowing, our coldness, our nakedness, sometimes our lostness and grief. The one who gives us beauty for ashes, the one who gives us hope for despair, knows better than anyone the beauty that is inside all of us because it is the very beauty that is God's own and that is our inheritance, the beauty of the capacity for love, the capacity to give of ourselves for one another that all we touch might be able to live if even for just one more moment. We think about laying down our lives for others, as Jesus talks about, and we think about his example of laying his literal life down for all of us. But we lay our lives down for one another in so many other ways. And anyone who has had a loving parent, anyone who has had a dear friend, anyone who has been loved in this life, knows what that laying down of oneself looks like and feels like and knows the honor that comes with that. I'm sure 
that you must have found some moment some time of love in your life I'm sure you've caught wind of it at the very least but probably you've been nurtured into your very being by love in fact all of us have whether we feel it or not because love is the driving force of this universe and of all of our lives and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God because we have known love that newborn baby is beautiful but they also have a destiny and that destiny rescues us all so that love can be born in all of our hearts all the time at Christmas and every other day of the year love is not just a feeling love is not just a nice idea love is a gift love is a promise love is a hope love is an inheritance love is a birth of new life love is advent and now may the love of god the father through the grace of jesus christ and the peace of the holy spirit be with you now and always that you may truly live long and prosper